Morning. We have a lot of visitors with us today. We're glad that you are here. The McDormand family wins the prize for bringing the most, I think. As you look around this morning and you think about the privilege of being with the people of God on the first day of the week and being in an assembly like this, one of the things we, we, we just had the privilege of singing together, I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene and wonder how he could love me. A sinner condemned, unclean. Well, this morning as we begin, I would just say to you, one of the great dangers we face is the danger of forgetting where we came from. And forgetting who we are and forgetting why we are who we are. Can you remember when there was life before cell phones? Some of you can't. Some of us can. But I, I have to tell you, it, it does seem like another world, another time, another epoch. It is so easy with the passing of time to forget what it was like if you were traveling from uh, Tucson, Arizona to Spring Hill, Tennessee. What it was like to be traveling on the road that many miles with no cell phone. Or even worse, a cell phone that you don't know how to use. But with no cell phone, right? We forget. Do you know what? One of the great challenges for the people of God was exactly the very thing that concerned Jesus about his people. That we're going to forget who we are. And that we're going to forget why we are who we are. We're going to forget where we came from. Well, in Matthew, the ninth chapter, as Kate read for us in our scripture reading this morning, Jesus made it very clear when he was being asked, why is it that you eat with those people? (laughs) Those people. Yeah. And Jesus is saying to them, I think you're missing the point here. I think you are entirely missing the point. Have you ever been to a a social gathering of some nature? And when you got there, I mean, it didn't take but five seconds for you to realize, these are not my people. These folks are not 
like me. Ladies and gentlemen, when you look at the kingdom of God, when you look at us, surely, surely you're impressed that, that we all come to the table from some really diverse backgrounds. Really diverse. I mean, look at us. Think about where we came from. Well, forget about thinking about all the other people in here. Think about where you, where you came from. I'm thinking about where I came from. I'm talking about spiritually thinking about where we came from. You go to a place and you look around and you think, wow, what, what an eclectic gathering of misfits and Impaired, and this is the key word, imperfect people. Yeah, what a gathering. The, the Apostle Paul, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, he, he said to the Christians in Corinth who were terribly tempted to be focused on the wrong things, in chapter 6, I mean, he's got a whole laundry list of issues that he's having to address with them. Uh, because they don't know how to behave themselves in the family of God. And, and now in chapter 6, he's talking about, you know, that, that in some way they had dealings with one another that went south, which dealings often do. And, and they're taking each other to court before unbelievers, suing one another, Christian brothers and sisters suing each other before unbelievers because of their problems with Paul, Paul said have you lost your mind and do you not understand that it's better to be defrauded than to take the name of Christ and the family of Christ and just rake it through the mud and don't kid yourself Paul said the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God I'm talking about, Paul said, I'm talking about when I say the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. You see, their fear was that if they didn't take their brother to the court and sue him, he was going to get away with it. Paul said, nobody's getting away with anything. The unrighteous are not going to inherit the kingdom of God. I'm talking about, he said, I'm talking about the fornicators, the idolaters, the adulterers, the effeminate, the abusers of the, of the extortioners. I'm talking about them. And he said, and such were some of you. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified. Don't forget, Paul said, as you are, are so full of this moral outrage, this righteous indignation against someone who would dare offend you. And so, don't forget, Paul said, that's exactly where every one of us came from. This is who we were before we were washed and sanctified and justified. Paul said, when I wrote unto you and told you not to keep company with fornicators, with sexually immoral people, I, I didn't mean those of the world. You'd have to go out of the world. 
was talking about in the family of God don't behave like that. Who's invited? You know, the criticism Jesus took is that he was coming and inviting tax collectors and sinners. I don't know which the Jews despised more, the tax collectors or the sinners. In the way that the Jews looked at the world, They were the scum of the earth. They were the doormats on which righteous people should wipe their feet. They were the worst. Jesus said, do you not understand? These are the very ones that I have come for. And so in Acts the 8th chapter, after Stephen has been stoned to death, it occurred to the rest of the Christians in Jerusalem that this gospel thing wasn't going exactly like they planned. God knew exactly how it was going to go. They didn't know. This gospel thing was not going to be popular with everybody. This gospel thing is going to be even dangerous and many of them decided, it's time for us to get out of here. And they were scattered abroad. And they went, underline this in your text, and they went everywhere preaching the word, even into Samaria. And do you know what they did when they arrived in Samaria? They lived for Jesus. They worshiped Jesus. They talked about Jesus. They converted men and women to Jesus, even Samaritans. The Samaritans, you recall, were those who had intermarried, those from the bloodline of Abraham who had intermarried, the Jews would have said, who corrupted the bloodline with the Gentiles, with the unbelievers. And the Jews hated them for that. They despised them for that. It is interesting in Acts, the first chapter, just just in the moments before his ascension, one of the last things Jesus said to his apostles was, I want you to go in Jerusalem and wait there for the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. And he said, and you are going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea. And what was the next thing out of his mouth? And Samaria. And to the uttermost parts of the world. Let me tell you, in the mind of a Jew, Samaria was the uttermost part. They couldn't imagine it. For the very same reason the apostles of Jesus couldn't imagine when they came back out of the city that they found Jesus in the well there at, at Samaria talking to the immoral Samaritan woman who had been married for five times and now was living with a man that was not her husband. They didn't get it. 
Who is it that Jesus is inviting to come into the kingdom to be part of this thing we call the church? He was inviting spiritually confused people like the Samaritans who were still worshiping on the mountains and who had polluted the bloodline. He was inviting them to be part of the gospel kingdom. And Acts the 8th chapter, as that continues, you see that Philip is called away. He's separated to go down into the desert. And there the Holy Spirit is going to guide him to an encounter with the Ethiopian eunuch, a man from Ethiopia who very likely is a, an educated, sophisticated government official. He is the treasurer for Candace, the queen. He's going to be offered the gospel. And Philip is going to join himself to the chariot of this man. And beginning in the text of Isaiah, he is going to preach unto him Jesus, and he is going to see water and ask Philip, here's water, why can't I be baptized? I'll tell you what a Jew would have said. He would have said immediately to him, oh no, you can't be part of the church. No, sir. I mean, you are a eunuch after all. The law was clear. Deuteronomy 23, other places in the law. A eunuch couldn't come into the assembly under the old covenant. Couldn't enter the holy place. You know what's wonderful about the kingdom of God? The impaired and the imperfect and, and those who are not. I, I'll tell you one of the things we do. We look around and we see people and we say, hey, they're not like us. No, they're not. They're different from us. I'll let you in on something. Jesus said in Matthew, the ninth chapter, Do you not understand? These are the very people I came to call. If they were already saved, if they were already righteous, if they were already pure, I... I wouldn't need to come and die. This is what my sacrifice is all about. Who's invited to the banquet of the Lord Jesus Christ? Among others, the impaired and the imperfect and those that are different from us. It is someone, as you continue in the book of Acts, we, in chapter 9 we come upon Saul. He He's somebody who is religious, but man, he is one of those people out there in the religious world who is just as wrong as he can be. Yes, he is, but listen to this. He said before God, I have lived with a pure conscience all of my life. I have done with all of my heart with all of my soul, with all of my strength, I have done what I thought was right. I was living with a clear... Was he wrong? He was wrong.
But I'll tell you what his desire was. His desire was to be right. And I'll tell you what Jesus said. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They shall be filled. And so he was. You talk about the person you wouldn't expect at the dinner party. The one you would not have expected to be invited to the wedding of the lamb and his bride. Ha! Saul got invited. The, the one who was the great persecutor of the early Christians. The one who had been present at the stoning of Stephen. And the Holy Spirit calls him out and says, Saul consented to Stephen's death. He was invited. He made the guest list. There's a lesson here for us, Paul said. As he's reminding Timothy of the beauty and the grandeur and the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul said, I want you to remember something, Timothy. I was the chief of sinners. And Jesus saved even me. What a tremendous statement. And what a tremendous reminder to us that God does not want us ever to forget where we came from because, ladies and gentlemen, if we do, we will never understand how great our debt of appreciation to God really is. Someone says, oh, we, we just ought to thank God that, that we are His children, that we are saved. If we don't understand how lost we were, we will never rejoice in the magnitude of our salvation. Then in Acts chapter 10, there was the conversion of Cornelius. He was invited to the dinner party. He is going to be part of this banquet of the bride and the lamb. He is one of the very ones that Jesus came to say. He was a Gentile. One that, <laughs> for the Jews, he was one of the dogs. He was one of the, in their mind, the non-people. He was a non-person. Unthinkable that he should have been invited into the kingdom. That's who's invited. And with that in mind, there are three things I want to say to you. As you look at the book of Acts and you see who's being invited into the kingdom who is coming to this banquet? Who is on the guest list? There are three things I want us to remember this morning as we think about what Jesus said to those who were criticizing him because he reached out to the lost, number one. He said, you need to get out of your holy huddle. The, the souls that we are seeking for the kingdom are, are not going to be people just like us. Not yet. What do we mean just like us? I hope we mean forgiven. Bearing the name of Christ. Pursuers, pursuers of righteousness. They're not just like us. 
yet. The souls that we are seeking, they're not in here. They're out there. And Jesus is saying, I'm preparing you to go after them. Go into all the world, into the uttermost part of the world, and find those people. They're out there. If we're going to find them, folks, we need to understand. We've got to reach beyond the perimeter of our own. It's not among the saved, but it's among the lost that we're going to go and find those who need Jesus. Secondly, we need to remember that the real enemy that we're fighting is Satan. And we need to, we need to discipline our minds to understand that, yes, Saul of Tarsus is the persecutor. Saul of Tarsus is coming with papers from the high priest. Saul of Tarsus is desiring to do harm to us. Yes. But the enemy of this world, the prince of the, of the powers of darkness, is not Saul of Tarsus. It's Satan. He's the enemy. And I'll tell you who Saul of Tarsus is. He is a soul for whom Christ died. And we need to see him that way. And thirdly, we need to remember who we are. And we need to be clear about this. We are not who we once were. Thank God for that. We are not who we once were because and only because Jesus Christ has changed us. We were washed, we were sanctified, we were justified in the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus was concerned even in the days he walked upon the earth during his ministry as he was training his disciples to do the work of the kingdom and taking the gospel message to the Lord. He was concerned that we would forget who we are. And we would forget where we came from. And we would forget who is on the guest list. And his solution to that problem was in part. That, yeah, we need to remember that the Samaritans were invited. Wow. A eunuch from Ethiopia, he was invited. Incredible. Saul of Tarsus, He was invited.
the one who was the poster child for the opposition party. He was invited. Cornelius, a Gentile. Even he was invited. But I'll tell you the thing that ought to amaze us most of all. In the quietness of our conscience, in the honesty of our heart of hearts, the thing that ought to impress us most of all is that you and I were invited. And I am persuaded that Jesus was convinced that if we could remember that, we could remember then that the blessed gospel is for all. What a wonderful thing. If you're here this morning and not a Christian, we invite you to come in a 